Good day everyone, you're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode 36, The Music Lock with 88 Keys. I'm your host Alex, and today I have the honor to have Juliana as my guest on the show. How are you doing today? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, I'm excited to talk about your hobby. I've been fiddling around with my piano. Well, I kind of just gave away the title, <laughs> but yes. But before we do that, uh, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Okay, great. My name is Juliana. I'm 24 years old, uh, born and raised in Ottawa. And I studied psychology and linguistics at the University of Ottawa. Um, I'm currently the admissions coordinator at Cordon Bleu, Ottawa. And uh, just full-time working now. And my hobby is piano. So uh, how did you get introduced to piano? Uh, So it was kind of before my memory. Uh, I was my senior kindergarten teacher that started teaching uh, using the piano. And I remember being really interested in watching her play. And so she kind of introduced me to piano and I remember asking my parents can I play piano and uh, my my brother started playing piano so they kind of just put me in it a little bit earlier so I was five years old and uh yes yeah, so it was basically my senior kindergarten teacher <laughs> so when did you get your first piano if you remember I remember my first lessons were on a tiny keyboard probably half the size of a regular piano um and I think we got a real piano when I was probably eight do you remember the first type of piano you had or um, I think, I don't remember the, like the brand, but it was just an electric keyboard, probably like 44 keys or something. So half the size of a regular piano. Do you still have it today? Um, I just lent it. So I started teaching piano, uh, to, um, someone who's actually a little bit older than me. And I lent her the piano or the keyboard, uh, cause she had nothing to practice with. And so she wasn't progressing throughout our lessons. So I just lent it to her. I'll probably get it back eventually, but yeah, it's still alive and working today. <laughs> Is 44 keys enough? I feel like, cause sometimes when I fiddle around with the piano, your fingers just want to move to the side, like, oh, this key's missing. Yeah, uh, definitely it's frustrating uh, for me cause I'm used to the 88 keys, but um, I think as a beginner, it's good to just kind of uh, practice scales and practice the basics. Now for you, when it comes to playing a song do you prefer reading the sheets or just going by ear and improvising when it comes to classical music which is usually the music that i play there's it's basically impossible to play by ear because it's so complex but when it comes to practicing on my own i i do enjoy playing by ear like i'll i'll practice kind of pop songs and um I don't know, like Bohemian Rhapsody and stuff like that. I'll play by ear, just fiddling around. But for the most part, um, I don't really have the choice but to read sheet music. So, <laughs> Have you ever created some of your own originals? Definitely, but kind of just like one-time thing. So like I'll make up a song and then I'll never play it again because I won't remember it or um, it's just not up to my standard or something. So I'll make up my own song here and there, but I'll never write it down or play it again <laughs> more like kind of like jazz it's just improvise and you're like okay i like it in kind the moment, of. <laughs> and just go with the flow so you're yeah. never going to record it or post it anywhere right no <laughs> i'm too shy for that i think <laughs> well you're brave enough to come in here and just talk, share your hobby with the world so i don't think you're shy you're very thank you you're very welcoming <laughs> thank you uh so would you consider yourself a pianist or just an amateur player i kind of i don't know if there's a no it's a good question uh i think other people, like my loved ones, probably like my boyfriend, my friends would call me a pianist, but I would just consider myself more of a casual piano player. I do it more for fun. I don't perform very often. So um, I would consider myself just a piano 
hobbyist, I guess. But you're at the level where you can actually teach other people. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, kind of just on the side, but not... I wouldn't be able to probably open my own company or anything, but um, yeah, I've made money off of it. So I guess I could teach. <laughs> Maybe you could teach me. I'm not the best, but <laughs> sure. I can't read music. I do everything by ear and I'm the type where I just press like one key at a time. And Well, it's better than nothing. I mean, a lot of people are too afraid to even sit down at a piano. So <laughs> that's progress. It's my favorite instrument of all of the instruments. Oh, that's nice to hear. <laughs> So for you, you said you like doing classical music and also different styles. What would you categorize as your top three favorite styles to do? Um, <laughs> top three is hard because I only really play one, which is classical. Um, here and there, I'll do the odd pop song just by ear. And just this past Christmas, uh, my brother, Alex, also <laughs> uh, introduced me to um, jazz basics. So I never actually explored jazz very often and uh or at all and he just kind of introduced me to chord progressions and basic stuff like that and i found it super interesting so i've been trying to keep that up on my own but it's hard when i don't have him as a teacher and it's such a different genre so it's hard to say top three but i really enjoy classical and then maybe kind of pop and jazz after that probably <laughs> Speaking of which, when you do play your songs or your symphonies, do you like to do it alone or do it with other musicians? Um, I find it hard to play with other people because even if you mess up like a split second, you can't start again when you're playing with someone else. Um, it's really hard to keep up and then I start to feel guilty if I mess up or they start to feel bad if they mess up. So I prefer to practice um, on my own, uh, but it's also fun to to jam with friends or with my brother. <laughs> it's a good experience, but I definitely practice for the most part on my own. When you do jam with your brother, by the way, wonderful name, Alex. <laughs> so original. Uh, when you do jam with him, do you guys ever clash? Sometimes for sure. Um, I'm not used to jamming, quote unquote jamming. Um, I'm used to just kind of following classical music, which is very uh, strict and there's no or there's not much room for freedom when it comes to the notes so my brother will be there kind of doing jazz experimental stuff and I always have trouble making things up so it can we can go a little bit in different directions but for the most part because uh, he's my brother he's a little patient with me so it works out and we always end up recording like something here and there which is pretty cool now, this question wasn't in the list of questions I prepared, but oh you know how they do uh, pianos randomly, let's say for the Juno Awards or they have them in airports. Are you the type that, like, that can just walk by and say, oh, I don't need to play it? Or you're <laughs> like, yeah, I want to just go play piano right now. Um, I'm the kind of person just to look at it and say that I really want to, but never actually will do it because I'm more of like a hobby player. I do get really nervous playing in front of people and... Um, I always have my go-to songs here and there to play for other people. And whoever I'm with will be like, go play the piano, especially my mom. She'll say, go, everyone will like it. And then I'll always be tempted to, but I never will. <laughs> Here's my amazing daughter and her talent. Yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> what can your daughter do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd prefer not to, but uh, there have been times where I've been kind of like pressured to and I end up enjoying it, but um, I do have a hard time taking the initiative to go up to a piano in front of a whole bunch of people. So you did say you had a go-to song. I have to ask you, what is your go-to song? <laughs> like I have a one from the movie, um, Emily, which is a French movie. 
it's kind of the theme song uh, of the movie. So that's a go-to because it's pretty easy to play and it's a crowd pleaser. <laughs> so there's that. And then uh, just basic Chopin piece that I love playing. <laughs> it's a nocturne. So have you always done classical music ever since you were young or have you changed? And within the classical music genre, has that changed your style? I've always had classical piano teachers. So I've always learned classical piano, a lot of like uh, technique, scales, arpeggios, a lot of um, studies in that sense. So I've kind of stuck with the classical. Any deviation from classical music is on my own. So for the most part, it's classical music. I haven't really progressed from there. Within the classical music genre, is there any pianist that you look up to or try to mimic their style? Um, yeah, definitely Frédéric Chopin is my favorite. Um, I tend to lean towards the romantic pieces. I don't know why. Like, even if I don't know who it is, if it's a romantic piece, I'll be like, oh, I love that one. And I want to play that one. So it's usually like Chopin and anything romantic. <laughs> no, I don't know about you, but for me, when I make my music, I visualize something. So when you do play your pieces, do you visualize or you just, you see the notes and that's it? Or do you actually see like the scenery happening? Like it's a story being told. Yeah. Uh, I like that. I've never been asked that before. I think it's more of like a feeling than a visual representation. Um, sometimes I do think that a piece will tell a story or I often think it does. I find I have a hard time getting past like the muscle memory part. So the learning part, I can't really get into it that much. But then once I have the muscle memory in my fingers, then I start to um, think about the story and think about the um, like crescendo or decrescendo or where to put accents. And that tells more of a story. And then I feel like I'm able to put more emotion into it once I know the, the notes better. I had one piano teacher that said, 50% of playing a piece is playing the notes properly and the other 50% is uh, the emotion that goes into it and all the the accents and stuff like that. So um, yeah, I don't know if I think about visual stories, but I definitely think about um, the emotion and why the composer wrote the piece the way they did. No, so when you do say emotions, you're not putting on like the full facial expression, <laughs> like going into it, or are you? Uh, no, I don't think so. That'd At least be not. Uh, maybe I do, and I don't realize it, but I I doubt it. Um, but definitely, like when I play pianissimo part of a piece, I'll kind of like hunch over and play really lightly, and then uh, if you play louder, I kind of get like more movement into it. So. Um, I don't think I do facial expressions, but definitely movements with my fingers and my arms. I feel like I'd be the type with just the full face, just going with the melodies <laughs> and then wide eye trying to find where the next key is going to be. <laughs> Speaking of which, how long did it take you to learn how to not look at your fingers anymore if uh, when you play? Um, it really depends on the piece. If it's an easier piece, I'll uh, once I get the muscle memory in there, I'll kind of not look. <laughs> Um, that's a tough question. It really depends on the, the piece. Yeah. It can be like one week or months. <laughs> that's a lot, lot shorter than what I could do. Years and years. I still don't know how to. Could be years yeah. <laughs> depending on the song. Now for you, what would you say is the best part about playing piano on a personal and emotional level? Um, I think the best part of it is that I get to, uh, it gives me the opportunity to not think about anything else in life. It's kind of a therapy in that way. Like, Anything could be going on in my life and I'll play the piano and just forget about it. And I think that people can find that in different hobbies. 
um, if it's like skiing or an activity or an instrument, um, I think that's the best part of it because it's kind of a break on the mind <laughs> in a way. Um, and it's like a little getaway. A little escape from reality. Yeah, right? escape from reality. Exactly. <laughs> So which piano do you prefer to play on? Electric, grand piano, or even like, let's say nowadays they probably have roll-up pianos that you can just like whip out of your backpack. <laughs> I'm kind of, I got used to my piano at home. It's a Steinway. It's like a classical grand. It's not the biggest grand piano, but it's kind of like in between a petite grand piano, I think they call Slimming. it. And, <laughs> yeah. And the biggest one that you see like at the NAC, it's not that big, but yeah, it's definitely a nice piano. I do have a keyboard as well, a Yamaha keyboard, but it's not quite the same. <laughs> uh, I use that more to jam with my brother or jam with uh, whoever. <laughs> my wife's the same thing. She plays piano as well. And oh, she, nice. she says electric is fine, but it's not the same feel as an actually a wood made piano, a grand piano. For would. sure. For sure. Even just like the, the sound of the node, like the quality, it's not the same. You can have a really, really good keyboard, but... It just doesn't have the same like weight to the keys and the same sound. And the feel. Like, and you, the you feel, ju it just yeah. goes straight to your bones. Yeah. <laughs> when, sure. when you do that phase, when you hit it really hard, like. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Satisfying. <laughs> so you said it can take you probably weeks to months to learn not to look at the keyboard anymore. How long does it usually take you on average to master a song? Uh, it really depends on the song. Um, that. That piece from the movie Emily took about one week to learn and everyone loves it. So that's kind of why it's my go-to. But I've been working on a piece called Fantasy Impromptu, Chopin, and it's absolutely impossible. And it's been a year of me learning it and kind of trying to master it. And it's just the speed is so fast and uh, there's so many notes and it's so complicated. Yeah, so that's taking me like a year. They say some pieces take a lifetime to master, and I feel like that's one of them. So I don't think I'll ever be done learning that one. <laughs> so why did you choose to do that one? Was it for the challenge or you actually love the sound of the song? I've always loved that one. And uh, I was definitely up for the challenge at that point in my life. <laughs> now I'm kind of busier, so it's hard to keep up the practicing, which is partially why it's, it's uh, taking so long to really master. But I've always loved that one. And I always said, this one is my goal in life. And I'm finally uh, learning it. So hey. it's quite satisfying. Well, you've been doing this since you were five. So I'm sure you're going to master <laughs> it eventually. There's there's no rush. To, yeah. you, know, you take your time. Yeah. This is why you're here. Time for your hobby. You take your time. <laughs> exactly. And then uh, I'd love to hear it. And also, I'd love Thank to you. hear some of your pieces if you ever do post it online. Thank you. Um, I do <laughs> sometimes post things on Instagram on my story. Um, but I don't really share my piano that much, unfortunately, but, um, sometimes you'll see the odd story on my Instagram of me practicing and <laughs> this is not for the public. This is only for her and her loved ones. If you guys are curious, <laughs> you don't need to know about this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> stop listening. I mean, don't stop listening. Just don't listen don't to stop her. Listening. <laughs> <laughs> so for you, when you first started, what was your biggest challenge? The early days <laughs> were, are kind of hard to remember, but from as long as I can remember and even till now, I think reading music has been my struggle. It's kind of, you know, people say if you spend enough time on something, you'll be perfect at it. But it's something that I can't really get perfect at. I don't know if it's because I'm not practicing enough or I don't dedicate my whole life to it. But definitely reading sheet music has been a struggle for me. I'm more of some more of the type to play by ear. But everyone has their strengths and weaknesses, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> 
So now you can read them like perfectly fine with no struggle? With hesitation, for sure. I think that people often think that I can just look at a piece and read it perfectly, which unless you're like a, a genius or a perfect piano player and that's your job. Wait, you're not? <laughs> no one's perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's basically my biggest uh, weakness for sure. Like I can't just look at a piece and read it perfectly. I don't think many people really can. So this was your challenge at the beginning and you're saying it's still your challenge now or yeah. has it morphed into something else? My challenge now is I've become more impatient <laughs> with time. So I get a little bit more frustrated if I don't pick something up right away. Um, but definitely the, the reading music has been the constant struggle. And then uh, with time, just being more impatient. <laughs> For you, do you have any pet peeves, whether it's the outside world looking in or people within the piano community? Uh, let's say people who are pianists think they're all great, holy, and mighty. Maybe they are. But uh, <laughs> anything that bothers you within the whole piano culture? I think that it can be really competitive. I think it's one of those industries where it's kind of like if you're not perfect, you can't do much with it. And I kind of disagree because you can become like a piano teacher or work um, at a, I don't know, school or something like that. But I don't like the whole competitive aspect to it. I mean, that's unfortunately kind of the reality of it, but basically just the competitiveness. I'm not a very competitive person. So uh, people that try to impress someone more, uh, it just doesn't really float with me. <laughs> that's completely fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for you, you said you're impatient. I, I think you're a very patient person. Thank you. <laughs> uh, how often do you play piano nowadays? It's hard with a full-time job. I have piano lessons once a week for one hour and I try to practice maybe like two or three hours within like in between lessons, um, whether that's half an hour every couple of days or just one really long practice. Um, I used to play more, but for sure it's died down as I've had more work <laughs> and, and uh, other stuff in my life, I guess. But it's really important to keep practicing because you can go one month without playing a piano and forget <laughs> a lot. Even the muscle memory quickly. won't like come back? Um, it does for sure, but you definitely have to do some reviewing and go over the sheet music again. Um, so practicing is key for sure. <laughs> so you said you teach this to other people. Did you ever learn things from them? I've only really taught one girl. Uh, she's a couple of years older than me. She was, uh, I don't know if this is a Latin thing because she's Latin, but she was really good at the rhythm and that was really impressive. Um, but she constantly asked me questions that would challenge my own kind of ability or um, I don't know, I guess things that come naturally to me are so unnatural to a beginner. So I really had like my whole lesson planned out and I had to really backtrack and say, oh my gosh, people don't know which finger is the first finger and which one's the fifth. So I'm like, okay, use your third finger. And she's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, wow, I have to actually number <laughs> each finger and talk about how to shape your hand when you're on the keyboard or on the piano. And that was stuff I didn't really think about until um, after our first lesson. <laughs> Wait, you didn't like use a Sharpie to write one, two, three, four, five, no. six? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just printed a little hand and then <laughs> had like the numbers on it. But um, I had to like visualize um, 
I had to make her visualize holding a tennis ball to kind of curve her fingers because she was playing with straight fingers. And I was like, well, for me, that's a natural feeling, but not for anyone else, right? So I had to really backtrack on um, what I was teaching her. So what would you say are some misconceptions about people who are pianists or play piano? I think that a big one is people think that you can just play like anything, you know, People say, oh, if I put sheet music in front of you, can you play it perfectly? And I'm like, well, no, <laughs> um, unless you're absolutely incredible um, or that's your job or something. I don't think many people can do that. Another thing is I think people think that because I play piano, I'm very creative, <laughs> but I don't tend to really think of myself as very creative. I think with classical music, I'm actually just doing like appropriation of someone else's work. I'm really just reading someone else's notes. Um, I can be creative with the way I play it, which is really fun. But um, I think people think I'm really creative or something when really I'm just kind of playing someone else's music in a way. Speaking of which, I don't know if you could answer this, but how many songs do you think you could play, like you remember by heart without looking at it? By heart? Yeah, (laughs) if you have to just give a number. Probably six to eight. Um, not a whole bunch. Uh, I find lately uh, I've been choosing harder pieces to play. So um, I can't really, I don't know, I'll, I'll learn a new piece and then forget <laughs> another one. So my repertoire is kind of shrinking at the moment, but I do have a binder full of my uh, pieces right now, but by heart, probably only like six to eight. <laughs> Does your binder date back to like your first song? No, I actually only put it together a couple years ago. It's a pretty big binder, but each piece can range from like two to 12 pages. So (laughs) it's a big variety of songs in there. Do you still remember how to play your first song that you've mastered? Or is that like extinct or like out of your mind? Um, I remember like one of the first songs I learned when I was really young and it's only two notes (laughs) with one hand. (laughs) I don't really remember the first piece I put together with both of my hands. I don't remember that early on to be honest <laughs> well you're still young you'll remember the songs you're doing now and, then you, and you have a binder so now you actually have documents saying on this date i remember how to play this song yeah hopefully <laughs> if gonna, i keep practicing it's gonna become like a big dictionary full of just yeah your songs hopefully it's not like an artist where if you are like a visual artist where if you paint something it lasts forever it's something you really have to keep up and uh keep the timing up And like, there's so many pieces I remember, like 90% of it. And then I don't remember a small portion of it because it was harder or I couldn't pick it up as quickly. So I know a lot of bits and pieces of songs, but to play an entire song and have it memorized is limited. (laughs) This might be a weird question, but let's say you're playing a classical song and you mess up in one spot. Do you try to improvise to correct it and try (laughs) to jump back into the groove? Um, not really, no. <laughs> I want to just kind of start from the earliest bar that I can. Um, that's kind of why I find it so hard to play with other people because if you mess up, you got to keep going. But um, no, I'll, I'll usually just practice that section and then start again and see if I can uh, do with more flow. <laughs> so in other words, would you consider yourself a perfectionist or you're pretty uh, flexible on learning from your mistakes and trying it again? Um. I think with piano, you don't really have a choice but to <laughs> to practice and start again and be okay with that. Um, I think in life, I'm a bit of a perfectionist, but with piano, you, I mean, you can be at the end of learning a piece, but 
I know for sure when I'm learning a piece, uh, there's no time to be a perfectionist. You just have to keep practicing. And there's always parts of a song that will drive you nuts, but you just kind of, the best way to deal with it is to just split that up, like split up the whole song and practice the parts that you're not very good at. And then hopefully with time, you can play the whole thing smoothly. And for you, how did uh, playing piano have an impact on your life? In other words, what did it teach you? I think it's it's taught me to be more patient, um, despite my earlier comment on being impatient. <laughs> it's definitely taught me to be more patient. And um, I think it's given me a different perspective on the music that I hear, for example, on the radio. You know, pop songs are popular. It's in the name. <laughs> um, but sometimes I'll hear one, I'll be like, wow, this whole song is four chords or something. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but I definitely dissect music more. And it's given me um, different perspective on different kinds of genres. And yeah, I think just in the music, not industry, in, the, in music in general, I think about it more than the average <laughs> non-musician. Uh, I think about chord progressions more and um, complexity of music. I don't know if you're like me, but when you listen to a song, whether it's on the radio or anything, do you isolate every instrument? Try yeah, to <laughs> <laughs> for sure. I try to do that. I'll always notice a piano part of a song and I'll always uh, be drawn to that. But yeah, I'll definitely pick apart the, the different layers of songs. So back in university for me, I had, you know how some people have songs they listen to while they study? I had one song that I played over and over again, <laughs> Moonlight Sonata. Nice. That's the first one in my binder. Really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> it's a classic. It's like the only song I could play when I'm focusing and studying and I yeah. love it to death. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> um, so you kind of answered this before, but I'll ask it again in a slightly different way. Do you play piano to relieve stress? So in other words, when you had a long day at work, do you just come home, drop all your bags, don't even close the door, just go straight to your piano? Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I do have a fairly stressful job, um, in my opinion, because I get stressed pretty easily. Um, you seem pretty calm right now. <laughs> on the outside. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's definitely like my go-to thing. And sometimes I'll feel better even just after playing one song. So. Is definitely a stress reliever. And on the flip side, did playing piano ever stress you out? So you just couldn't succeed getting that one note, like four minutes into a song and you keep messing up that that one note. Do you just get stressed out? And if you do, what do you do to relax? Do you just step away, go for a walk or bang some drums or punch a punching (laughs) bag? That's a good question. There's so many different emotions that go into playing piano. So it can relieve stress, but it can also cause a lot of stress for me because I get frustrated if I can't play something. And sometimes I'll practice one week and nail it and then go back the next week and I can't play it anymore. So yeah, it can definitely be stressful. And um, probably the most stressful part for me is uh, piano recitals. (laughs) I get so nervous before and I practice and practice. And I find sometimes if I over-practice, I actually end up getting worse. (laughs) So yeah, I'll definitely step away and um, do something else and then come back to it. I don't know if you're like me, but let's say you're going up on stage or doing a performance, you kind of blank out and forget. Well, I'm sure you remember everything because you have the sheet in front of you, but I tend to like just blank out. I'm like, what am I doing? (laughs) Um, I definitely blank out. I forget the whole thing as soon as I stand up. There's actually no sheet music. I never bring up sheet music with me. So it's pretty stressful. And I find like as soon as I stand up, I'm like, 
oh my God, what did I just do? It's and all then, muscle memory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then often I'll have to look at a recording that my mom or whoever took after to be like, oh, that's where I messed up or that's where I did well, you know? So I definitely just like <laughs> blackout, blank out, <laughs> I don't know the word. And the last recital, I got really clumsy and I stood up, I went up to the piano and I banged my knee really loud <laughs> on the bench. And I was like, wow, this is an awful start. And I actually said that to the entire audience. I was like, wow, that's really clumsy. <laughs> and I got everyone to laugh, but I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I just did that. I just turned this into a stand-up comedy show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm sure that made made you more relatable as in more, oh, she, well, I'm not saying you're not perfect, but I mean like, oh, <laughs> even pianists can mess up sometimes yeah. and they're relatable. Yeah, for sure. I, I think so. And I think our the piano recitals that I do are pretty laid back. Um, it's just my piano teacher that has her own concert. So it's all her own students. So it's not like it's at the NAC or anything crazy. So I think there's space for that kind of clumsiness on my part. Have you ever joined a competition? No, um, I used to do the Royal Conservatory exams, um, but I stopped because they were too stressful. <laughs> so uh, no types of competition or anything. We're too, we're too old for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so... Do you want to present your hobby to the world or keep it more for yourself? So in other words, if somebody came up to you and wanted to learn more about piano, well, you're already a teacher, but let's say more people just came up to you, would be would you be the type to share information or you just direct them in the right direction towards somebody else? I'm all for talking about it. Um, I don't feel the need to uh, show people through my actual piano playing. Like I don't feel the need to post uh, my piano playing or anything like that. But I love talking about it. And so many people are like, oh, I wish I played an instrument or I wish I played piano. And I love being that person to be like, it's not too late. <laughs> so, yeah, I do like talking about it, but I never really feel a need to uh, express it um, through posting videos or playing for big crowds or anything. That's completely fair. I, I like that. <laughs> Uh, so do you have any word of advice for anybody who might be interested? So just whoever might be listening to this, who likes pianos, any resources you could lead them towards or websites or teachers or anything like that? Uh, for sure. Um, I kind of say that learning an instrument is like learning a language. Yes, it's easier if you learn when you're younger, but it's never too late to learn an instrument. It can be definitely frustrating and unmotivating, but uh, it's so, so worth it. And I think it's really important that everyone has some kind of experience in learning an instrument, whether it's piano or guitar or any other instrument. I think just the main advice I'd give is to just <laughs> keep trying and don't give up. I know it sounds really cheesy, but um, that's the way it is when it comes to learning an instrument. It's not easy, but it's so worth it. Yeah, you're not going to master it unless it's a triangle. Yeah. Well, even then, I'm sure there's tricks and styles that I don't even know about that. It could be hard to master. Yeah. Actually, I went to the NAC the other day and a guy was playing the triangle and I was like, wow, good for him. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And I bet you he was so into it as well. Yeah, he was. <laughs> now, do you have any personal social media links or websites? So let's say Instagram, Twitter or anything you'd like to share with the audience. It doesn't have to necessarily just be your own. It could be also some of schools, like the school's website or anything you'd like to share internet wise. I, I find now it's really easy to find uh, uh, like beginner YouTube uh, lessons. Um, those are actually really, really good. I know I'm, I should be saying that sheet music is better, but 
Um, it's definitely a fast way to learn an instrument. And uh, some of the instructors on that post videos on YouTube are actually super knowledgeable and you can learn really quickly through YouTube. Even just printing out free sheet music online is also really good. And I also do think it's really good to just follow people on Instagram, follow like local artists. Or... Like yourself? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> but um, there are definitely like some people that I can't even think of their what their name is, but um, I follow so many like piano players on Instagram and it just makes me want to, it's kind of like that little boost of inspiration, you know, um, just seeing other people play piano makes me want to play piano. So definitely just surrounding yourself by musicians is super inspiring. So what I tend to do on this podcast, I tend to, I say that a lot on every episode I say, what I tend to do, um, I throw the question back to you to throw it at me. I say that as well. So do you have any questions for me about piano or being a pianist? I'm not a pianist, but just <laughs> pianos in general. For sure. So um, I was going to ask you if you played an instrument, but you've kind of given me hints that you do. Um, so you play piano, I guess? Um, I started off by learning how to play guitar. Nice. And my fingers are not the best, so I would just keep hurting myself. But like you said, it's something you have to practice. And I didn't put too much effort into that because it was just I was a little kid, a big guitar. So yeah. and then I leaned towards the piano. I can't read music sheets. I even took classes in university to try to learn how to read music. Nice. So I really wanted to learn how to play the piano. But uh, no, I I do like the finger and then I'm all by ear. So nice. everything is like time. It sometimes would take me because I create my music and it takes me probably if I start working on it at 6 p.m., I'll finish by like 6 a.m. just to wow. just one melody. <laughs> but the way I do it, I, I wish I had your skills, the ability <laughs> to do uh, to read sheets and to do it by ear. Not a lot of people do that. A lot of people is like one or the other. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it depends on the genre, too, and how serious you are on making good music. But playing by ear is always it's such a good uh, skill to have because you can be really creative with that and you can learn things really quickly if you know the right intervals and if you should go higher or lower on the piano it seems really simple but it's a really good skill to have yeah like for me so i create everything from scratch and like i said it takes me hours but the program i use which is fruity loops <laughs> and you're whenever you whatever you play it can actually just print out a pdf sheet of the notes so it makes a, a sheet what yes yeah, so you can amazing. you can create whatever you want and it'll make a music sheet out of it wow i've never heard of that before that's amazing yes yeah, so i'm gonna yeah. check that out <laughs> yes yeah, so, but i use it to produce music when i well when i used to i don't do it as much anymore because i'm mm -hmm. busy with this i'm not saying this is hindering my time i'm, I'm i love doing this and talking <laughs> yeah. to people like you but yeah so piano is definitely my favorite instrument and that's good to hear sometimes with it i like playing other instruments on the piano if that makes any sense so I'll pick like the sound of a violin yes, and then yeah. play it on the piano. It's fun to do that for sure. Um, have you ever tried using like a loop pedal or um, like, yeah, any type of like a crybaby or any pedal like that? I've never heard of a crybaby, cry but I do know the uh, the pedal. Yes. Yeah. Um, like I can plug it right in. I'll show you the piano. It's in the other room. Cool. And uh, yeah, well, that's you guys can't see it because you're listening, but <laughs> just use your imagination. It's a, an Akai something something 66 okay either way i'll i'll explain that later and i'll put the description below but yes so there you have it another body with a hobby thank you juliana for coming on my show i greatly appreciate it i 
I wish I was at your level of playing piano. Now I just sit here looking like an idiot saying, yeah, I press, I play piano with my number one finger, my thumb. <laughs> so the thumb is the number one, right? Yes. Okay. So I'm just playing like this. Literally, I'm just pointing my thumb down. It looks like I'm saying I suck, which is pretty I much I think accurate. you're probably thumbs up. <laughs> and the any effort is appreciated for anyone. And if it's for you and if it makes you happy, that's all that really matters. So yeah, if uh, you're interested in learning more about Juli- uh, Juliana, just listen to this podcast. Um, I'm going to probably ask her for links for good tutorials on YouTube that can probably be shared so you guys can learn. If you want to be on my podcast, you could send me an email at timeforyourhobby at gmail.com. You could also share it with your friends, your family, anybody who might be interested in learning piano because piano is isn't an amazing instrument. It's just I can't, I, I'm sorry, I can't express how amazing it is. I just love the piano. Like sometimes I just wake up and I'm like, you know what? I want to fiddle around with the piano. I'm not making anything. I just want to fiddle around. And I feel like Juliana is the same. Yes, <laughs> definitely. And I encourage any of you guys to, uh, even if it's just playing a couple notes with one hand, uh, it's always good to get more familiar with the piano and uh, whatever makes you happy. <laughs> you know, thank you again for coming on the show. And I don't think you were nervous or shy. You were very calm and collected. Thank you. <laughs> a little bit nervous, but uh, I'm glad I, I did this. And thank you, Alex. And thank you guys for listening. You had a thumbs up for me. So yeah, there you have it. Uh, once again, you can find me on most social media links, uh, all everywhere, anywhere. And until the next episode, make some time for your hobby. Take care. <laughs>